Hi everyone. Um, is everyone comfortable? Sorry, it's packed packed house tonight. Everyone keen to learn about TikTok. Um, thanks everyone for coming. Um, tonight is the third of our Digi Debate series. This is like one of those audience participation nights. We want people to get rowdy. Um, it's a Tuesday. This usually happens on a Monday, so it's a Tuesday, so I'm expecting like even more participation, interaction than usual. Heckling is encouraged. Um, so Digi Debates is essentially um, a series that we're running called um, that, that are evenings of kind of entertainment and debate about internet culture, trends, and technology. Um, thank you so much to our sponsors, Shoreditch House, for their investment in this evening. Um, just firstly, kind of introduce us and while we're here. So um, if you guys don't already know, the Digital Fairy, the Digi Fairy, um, is a creative lab and platform for change, um, which basically in, layman term, in layman's terms means we're a social first creative agency. Um, we help brands in the fashion, beauty and lifestyle sectors um, connect better with audiences um, on Instagram, um, as well as more recently helping brands figure out what the fuck they're supposed to do on TikTok, um, which I'm sure is kind of why many of you are here, to, here tonight. Um, I'm Livy, I'm creative director at Digi, and I'm going to be chairing the discussion tonight along with our amazing speakers. Um, we're here to debate the motion, this house believes TikTok is the new Instagram. Um, so is TikTok going to replace Instagram? Is any one platform fundamentally better than the other? Should we be swapping face-tuned selfies and smug brunch Insta stories, I don't know if this is just me, um, for hashtag challenges, e-boys or e-girls, um, and the renegade? Uh, this motion is like a little bit cheeky, it's deliberately provocative, um, and it's designed to kind of um, encourage some devil's advocacy so I'm looking forward to this um, the reason that we do these events as a debate series and not a panel discussion is because we as an agency had grown tired with the kind of um, echo chamber of panel discussions I'm sure all you guys go to loads of panel discussions it sometimes feel like uh, it sometimes feels like um, everyone kind of ends up agreeing with each other and you don't really get to dig deep into an issue because people don't um, want to disagree they don't they don't want to be contentious so this this event is designed to be the kind of opposite of that um, we wanted to host something that would really like let people get their hands dirty um, kind of let us like dissect issues in a really like structured rhetorical way so that's why we're doing a debate um, as well as it being super important in the kind of current political and cultural climate to engage with both sides of an opinion rather than just shutting them down blocking them or um, moving on so that's kind of where the digi debates concept was born um, so a bit of a disclaimer, the idea is obviously to put aside real life allegiances or opinions. So our speakers tonight have been assigned aside by us and they'll be speaking for or against the motion. Um, so how it's going to work is basically this. Um, each side has prepared a motion, uh, prepared a speech, sorry, that's like one to two minutes long. Um, they're going to stand up and they're going to, um, or they can sit, it's okay, you can sit. <laughs> the look of panic when I was like, they're going to stand up is in, unbelievable. Um, so they're going to read their speeches, they're going to put out their case, they're going to set out why they believe um, the motion should, should hold or um, fail. And then after that, we'll let each side kind of pick apart each other's arguments, get um, a little bit heated, and then we'll open it up to the floor for you guys so that you can um, stand up. You can either... Um, if you're like one of those people like I am a, a panel and you're like tapping away in your notes section, maybe you want to stand up and, and give an opinion um, or you want to challenge um, anything that's been said here or just throw something else into the mix. It's all encouraged. Um, and then we will vote again at the end. Um, so we'll, we'll vote in a second. And we'll vote again at the end. Um, please do share on social media. I would be fired if I didn't say this. Please share on social media using the hashtag 
Digi Debates. Um, we're at the Digi Fairy on Instagram um, and at the Digi Fairies with a Z on Twitter because some 14-year-old girl has at the Digi Fairy and we can't get it off her. So <laughs> if anyone in this audience has at the Digi Fairy, speak to me afterwards. Um, so um, also if anyone decides to cover this n- tonight on TikTok... Um, we'd love to screen it at the end, so uh, don't be shy. Um, okay, so before we get into the motion, what we're going to do is, um, and before I introduce the speakers, we're going to cast um, a vote so to, to kind of find out what you guys are feeling before we've done the debate. So um, some of you, not all just because of the numbers, I think will have these like pixel foam fingers, like um, like a really bad baseball game. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, so... Uh, don't hold them up, hold them down, down, down. You're very keen, this is good, you're keen. Okay, so um, can you please raise your hand if you think TikTok is the new Instagram? Raise it up, hold it up, or you can hold up an actual hand if you have an actual hand, rather than a... Not both, you can't do both. <laughs> wow, this is wild. Okay, so our DigiFairy helpers, the little elves, are going to count... Okay, no, you go. No, yeah, no. Oh my God, so not counted, so not counted. Okay, right, so now raise your hand if you think TikTok is not the new Instagram. Okay, you guys are really gonna have to hold these out for a second because. While this is going, you guys can just give me some verbal feedback. Who here is on TikTok already? Just go, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow, that, that's loads. Okay. Um, and who here is actually a TikTok? influencer or creator anyone anyone shout out tyne we know you had one viral hit stop (laughs) stop trying to get in on (laughs) you cannot call yourself a tiktok creator with one viral hit i'm sorry (laughs) it's the start it's the start okay good is that all is that all counted is that all good okay amazing okay so thank you you voted for or against um on the way in so now at the end of the night we're going to recount and see whose opinions have been shifted by how much etc we love data this is great okay so i'm now going to introduce the panel here tonight so um speaking for the motion on my right hand side arguing that yes tiktok is the new instagram um we have first the platform expert luke vernon So Luke is a Birmingham-based professional actor with credits from the BBC and Netflix on his CV. But more importantly, he is also a TikTok influencer. Whee! Here we go. Um, He's got over half a million followers and seven and a half million likes. And get this, he joined TikTok at the end of 2019. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, So he has had several viral hits, such as his comedy series, When Dads Babysit. Um, or his latest upload, which I'm completely obsessed with, where he basically solves a Rubik's Cube in under 15 seconds. It's amazing. Um, then we have the music expert, Georgia devon So Georgia is a national radio plugger at Warner Records, working with a range of artists, including El Devine, Magic Gang, and DVSN. Um, Georgia started her career in music managing, um, and she's written for, public, for publications, including Complex, MTV, and GRM Daily. Um, so what, it's really important to note at this stage that Warner have had huge success with TikTok. Um, signing Suburban after their single Cradles was used over a billion times on TikTok, um, more since that stat was was created. And it had its own like Fortnite-inspired dance. I think at some point it was like the second most listened to song on the app. Like that is incredible. That's uh, insane. So they've um, done some really amazing work with with TikTok and she'll be giving a kind of music expertise angle. And then... 
on my left, um, my devil's advocates um, speaking against the motion, arguing that TikTok is not the new Instagram. We have the talent expert, Sasha Morgan Evans. So Sasha heads up talent management at Bite Size Talent, which is the management arm of social media marketing company Fanbytes. So Bite Size Talent is one of only a few TikTok-specific um, talent agencies in the UK. It's a kind of really rare, really new, and really exciting um, so Bite Size Talent has an extensive roster of 32 of the UK's biggest TikTok creators, um, from dancers and pranksters to comedians and positivity ambassadors. Um, and then last but not least, we have the culture expert, Sarah Manavis. So Sarah is the New Statesman's tech and digital culture writer, and she's basically my personal go-to for hot takes about basically anything on the internet. Um, she's written extensively on everything from influences on Love Island to digital conspiracy theories and the political implication, implications of shitposting, which is an amazing article which you should all Google. Um, recently, she covered the viral story of TikTok star Paul Zimmer, who basically tried to rebrand as a completely different person under a completely new identity, um, which is, is wild from the, from the wild west of, of TikTok influencing. Um, alongside her work at The New Statesman, she's also been a columnist for GQ and a writer at places like The Guardian, Grazia and the Sunday Times. So can I get a big round of applause for our speakers tonight? <laughs> okay, so guys, um, who's going to go first? Over to, yeah, Fab, take it away. Mic check. Hello. Hello, everybody. Everyone okay? Yeah. Cool. My name is Luke Vernon, and tonight I will be arguing for the motion that TikTok is the new Instagram. Um, for five points, the traction now, TikTok creators, um, such as myself, can build profiles much more quickly um, than on IG. The algorithm is more open and allows you to get more traction. Uh, the organic reach is amazing. Uh, someone without a following can get more views than somebody with a massive following. And I find that you cannot do that on Instagram. Uh, creativity. Now, the community is more creative on TikTok than it is on IG. Uh, people aren't scared to upload something simple, uh, something that just becomes effective. And um, the, a video that's unpolished and not edited can blow up more than anything with minimal effort and get millions and millions and millions of views. Um, the safety. Now, the safety section is a big thing. It's a lot more child-friendly than Instagram. You're not getting the videos that are explicit, for instance. Um, they're more child-friendly, and videos that are monitored on TikTok will get taken down if they, go, if they infringe the copyright laws um, and if it doesn't follow the rules and regulations. Uh, growth. Now, personally, my growth on TikTok, I believe, has just been phenomenal. It's... Um, in under three months, I hit half a million. Uh, it just went crazy from the get-go. Um, I'm closer to a million than I am to not nothing, so that's just a massive bonus. This has allowed me to network in more ways than I ever have before. So I have previously been doing stuff on different platforms, and as soon as I jumped on TikTok... If I didn't jump on TikTok, I wouldn't be in this room right now. Um, more revenue is coming in now than it ever was before. If I'm to give any advice to anybody that wants to grow on TikTok, um, I'm just being myself and having fun. Um, you can look at my videos at Luke Vernon underscore. I don't feel pressured. I, uh, I just release what I want and when I want. And I look at videos that go viral and then make them my own way. So I do it the Luke Vernon way. And last but not least, the content. Now, I believe the content on TikTok has such a wide range but what's almost common uh, about its work is a massive percentage of positivity. P 
people will scroll on TikTok for ages, laugh and smile um, so many times. They will literally click a sound that they like and then watch everybody else's videos that are on that sound and just sit there laughing and smiling. Um, they'll make up their own version of that sound and it just helps the mind stay creative. I really, truly believe that TikTok is helping people to stay creative. Uh, and for these reasons, I firmly believe that TikTok is the new Instagram. Thank you. Woo! Round of applause. Thank you so much. I also like that in true influencer style, you got a like handle plug in there as well. That was that was good. That was good. Um, Luke Van and underscore. Yeah. Sorry, it's Luke Van and underscore. <laughs> underscore is crucial. Underscore. There is someone who um, who um, vlogs about his experiences of being a gay um, long distance truck driver, who's also called Luke Vernon. Who? Um, yeah, I know this guy. I know <laughs> this guy. Uh, we don't look alike is, at you all. You look nothing alike. It's just quite funny. That yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, who is gonna? Take it away in response. Yeah? Okay, yep, sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Sasha. And I'll be arguing against the motion. TikTok is not the new Instagram. So my first point is that people don't use TikTok for the same reason as they do Instagram. As I'm sure we all know, Instagram is an extremely superficial platform. People go on there to see attractive people wearing cool outfits, going to cool parties. Um, you know, the matcha lattes and the little dogs. I don't think they actually exist. Um, but basically, Instagram is a place of ideals. Um, whereas TikTok, it's chaotic, it's random, and it's relatable, which is my main point here. Um, in my experience of working on the platform with its creators, the importance of relatability on TikTok has been proven to me in a multitude of ways. Um, when running campaigns on the platform, we've always seen that the more relatable the concept is, the better it does. Um, for example, we did a campaign for Benny Blanco. Um, it's probably one of our most successful campaigns. Um, it got over 6 million views, 205k pieces of user-generated content, like really outstanding stuff. Um, but basically, it played on the idea of how people change throughout their school years, um, from being like a little kid in year seven with your massive backpack to being like a year 11 trying to be really cool, you know, smoking and that. Um, but this is almost something that, everyone can relate to which is why I think it did really well and we've seen that again and again with some other campaigns too um but I've also seen it in the talent that I manage so for example I manage someone called Stephen McKell um so he encourages his followers to love themselves no matter what they look like and do what they want his content is him sort of like acting out scenes from tv shows and films and dancing and doing little comedy skits but basically he's very real he kind of just uploads what he wants to do rather than sort of trying to fill something that i feel like instagram makes its creators do um but basically as well yeah his content isn't polished or overproduced doesn't fit into social norms like he's plus size he's asexual which i think this is what makes him appealing to his 1.7 million fans on the platform because they see themselves in him um it's also been um become a place where people create content because they can feel appreciated for it like the content that they want to make rather than what they think they should make whereas i think instagram is quite the opposite of that um my second point is more of a marketing one um, in that I don't think TikTok, well, I don't think I know, TikTok doesn't have the marketing tools that Instagram has. Um, so I'm not saying that TikTok can't, uh, brands can't run massive branded campaigns on TikTok. At Fanbytes, we've run loads of massive branded campaigns on TikTok, but it's more brand awareness and organic posts than one can do on Instagram. Um, for marketers who are keen to see hard data on streaming, traffic or conversions, or want to see in-depth analytics on an individual creator, things get a bit tricky. 
So for a start, TikTok UK doesn't currently have post swipe ups on in-feed posts, only unpaid ads. Um, in terms of analytics, brands can't see um, age breakdowns of creators or geographic breakdowns either. So that means that posts can't be as targeted as they are, are on Instagram. Um, TikTok has just launched um, clickable links in bios, which is definitely going to up its game. But I don't think the results are there yet. We, it's been out for a week. We don't know. Um, but there's a lot more that TikTok can do to make the platform more inviting to brands that want data to prove the ROI of spending on the platform, whereas Instagram's probably already proven that. Um, my final argument is that TikTok doesn't have the same deeply ingrained culture importance as Instagram just yet. Um, TikTok's been around since 2016 or 2014, sorry, if you're counting musically, whilst Instagram has been around since 2010. TikTok has grown a massive rate. It's got 600 million monthly active users in 2020, but Instagram still trumps it with over a billion. So basically, TikTok has had an important cultural impact for many people, but it's not quite the norm for as wide a demographic as Instagram just yet. And for these reasons, I firmly believe TikTok is not the new Instagram. Thank you. A repost. Hi, I'm Georgia, and I'm going to be speaking for the motion that I believe TikTok is the new Instagram. Um, I firstly just wanted to sort of unpick and define exactly what we mean by the new Instagram. Um, Instagram, as we all know, is about 10 years old this year. We all grew up on it, and we inherited it from Bebo, Facebook, MySpace. And it's a big part of our lives, just like to Uber and to Hoover, to Instagram is a thing. And whether we like it or not, it is integral to our life. And with one billion users worldwide, culturally and statistically, it's our generation's most popular platform. So TikTok, being the new Instagram, does have massive shoes to fill in this way. But it does seem to be definitely measuring up. Um, when we look at the stats and figures alone... Um, it's growing faster than any social media platform ever has. Um, in December, it gained 75 million users alone, which is just a madness, I think. Um, obviously, I'm here to speak from a music perspective, and I think that TikTok definitely has a greater impact for music than Instagram ever has and will. Um, for an example, at the end of January, Dua Lipa joined TikTok and with a few hours gained half a million followers on that platform. And I was thinking of a way to like tangibly compare this to Instagram. And I sort of thought of when Frank Ocean put his private Instagram public, um, he gained 200,000 followers in the same time, which is half of what she did. So in terms of cultivating a new following, um, TikTok seems to do this in a far greater way. Um, also, that for singles and for tracks that we release, the impact of TikTok is far higher than Instagram. Not just because that music essentially is the crux of what TikTok mainly is about with dance routines and whatnot. Um, for Dua Lipa's single Physical, when it was launched on TikTok, there was a push notification announcing the single to 187 million people worldwide. And this sort of thing doesn't happen on Instagram. You don't really get a notification unless, like, your aunt, like, Pat from, in from Facebook is, like, on Instagram or, like, Bill's going live with Bob. Like, it's just not... You just don't get that sort of, like, detail and breakdown. So for fans and with information, you know, um, TikTok gives you far more in that way. And sort of the, at the crux of all social media and all social media platform, it's, its currency is based on communication and information. And in that way, TikTok's delivering um, in a far greater respect. Um, 
And just on the topic of Dua she shared her first TikTok on Friday, and that received... Let me get this right. That received... Oh, that went on to be her most viewed video on Instagram of all time. So... It's just interesting to really think about that, that the video from TikTok, from TikTok's sort of platform on Instagram is the most popular thing on that platform. And also that she's firstly posting that on Instagram, meaning that, you know, Instagram, TikTok can't be the new Instagram without acquiring all of the Instagrammers. So now, you know, real fans are only going to go into TikTok because they know where that's, that's where they can get this exclusive content. Um, And then also with Don't Stop Now, there was this, which was her other single. There was a 180 challenge where people were making their own dances and that had over 400,000 challenges or people who did that challenge. And if you think about that, 400,000 likes or 400,000 views is one thing, but 400,000 people sort of taking time out of their day to actively go and, you know, make a dance or make some sort of routine to a track is far more active than a passive like or view. So in that respect, it is the new Instagram. Um, And then just very quickly, in terms of investment, um, we did mention, the opposition mentioned that, you know, there there are sort of, there's lots of money going into ads and the fact that you can track you know ages and whatnot on instagram you have that breakdown but on tiktok you know we all know that the main age group is 16 to 25 which was 40 percent of consumerism in 2019 and you know they're trying to be at the forefront of all cultural moments and they're putting a lot of money into that so from a business perspective um you could say tiktok is the new instagram because people are putting way more money into it. For, for instance, at the Brits last week, they had billboards like all outside Shepherd's Bush and Piccadilly Circus. And um, Lewis Capaldi, who you could say is like the cultural like zeitgeist of the internet, um, sort of did a live stream of you know his red carpet entrance on TikTok. So for all those reasons, and I rushed a bit at the end because I'm running out of time, I believe TikTok is the new Instagram. My name is Sarah Manavis. I'm the New Statesman's digital culture writer, and I'll be arguing against the motion that TikTok is not, in fact, the new Instagram. Also, I'm going to speed through this um, because I'm a fast talker naturally, but if I fast talk during the rest of it, someone please scream at me. Um, So my first argument is one that TikTok creators tend to still use TikTok as a place to drive people to their Instagram. So in the coverage that I've done of TikTok, I've talked to magicians, actors, memers, like even like people that are posting thought pics, like every single one of them is saying to me, we are doing this because yeah, TikTok is a fun place to like gain followers, gain clout, but where we make our money is still on Instagram and Instagram is where we want all of those people to go. So if, you know, TikTok is still being used as a place to reroute people to Instagram, then I'm not sure it is in fact the new Instagram. Um, the other thing is that the things we associate with Instagram culturally, so like glossiness, spawn con, um, celebrity, whether that's you know celebrities using it that are like traditional celebrities or influencers, are not what necessarily thrive on TikTok. Now on TikTok, of course, you can have influencers. I mean, like look at Charlie D'Amelio. Um, I mean, look at the people that yeah, like get 
half a million followers in just a couple of months. Um, these are sort of like new verified celebrities. But if you ever try, for example, I would recommend trying to see John Tarode, the guy from MasterChef, for all a fan. Um, if you ever try to look at his TikTok, this is a guy that on Instagram can post pretty much whatever he wants and he'll get tens of thousands of likes. Nobody's engaging. He's essentially to quit the platform. Um, it's just, it does not work just to already be a traditional celebrity to just move on to TikTok in the way that you can on Instagram. Um, again, when we talk about authenticity, which is so overdone, um, we can, though, talk about production quality. On Instagram, typically speaking, we all know this, you do need to have a little bit of production value to do well most of the time. Whereas if you're on the For You page on TikTok, pretty much every single video is in someone's dark bedroom, in someone's bathroom, um, is being shot on the selfie camera of an iPhone. Um, so yeah, it's just that, you know, the average Love Island star you know, might be able to just go onto Instagram in a million and gain hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. But if you want TikTok, you do kind of have to work for it in a way that on Instagram, you can't just post a glossy pic and have it have the cultural impact it does on TikTok. Finally, um, so nobody here is going to say that Instagram is not like have does not have sinister elements to it. Um, you know, it's sort of become synonymous with like bad mental health, body image problems, social anxiety, all of those kinds of things. Um, but even if in very, 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 very bad faith, Instagram is doing things to try to address that, at least on the surface. When you scroll through Instagram now, if you've scrolled through every single one of your posts, um, it'll say you're up to date, you've seen everything, stop scrolling. You have the option to plug in time limits. You have the option, I mean, they're talking about removing like counts. I mean, blah, 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 we can talk more about that. Um, but yeah, it's things that are actually being addressed to try to make the platform, at least on the surface, again, with the million caveats to it, a better place for your mental health. TikTok is a whole other game. TikTok is fundamentally built to warp your sense of time. Um, I think for anybody who's been on TikTok before, you open the app and you think like, okay, I'll probably just spend like 10 fucking minutes on this thing, right? And you're scrolling through, you can't see the time, you can't see your battery, and maybe you open the app at like 9.30 p.m., like, oh, and then I'll go get ready for bed. And then suddenly it's 11 o'clock and you've been scrolling through TikTok for an hour and a half and you had no idea your battery's on 2%. <laughs> the app is built to make you keep using it. Um, and it's built to warp your sense of time. As well on TikTok, we say it's this fun, wholesome, wonderful place. But TikTok has admitted that it's censored apps from disabled kids, LGBTQ defining kids, and fat kids because they're like, oh, they might get bullied on the platform. So they literally censor their videos so that they don't get traction. This is an actual thing um, in The Guardian in December. Um, and then on top of all that, we can always talk about the fact that they may be censoring stuff for the Chinese government. So on top of all of that and all of those things put together, I would say that no, TikTok is not the new Instagram. A lot of facts there, most uh, predominantly the fact that I spend three hours. I feel so dragged right now. I'm like, oh, yes, the three-hour scroll. Um, does anyone have any immediate, like, challenges yeah. for things people said? Yes, go. Okay, off you go. Just on the point of production value and how, you know, Instagram has a higher production value and is glossy and everything, but in, I think that's the beauty of why TikTok is the new Instagram because on Instagram you mainly blow up if you have this hashtag goals, living your best life, mainly sort of rich and thin and like, you know, you can have that lifestyle that looks amazing that people have followed whereas the main thing on TikTok is the humour and the comedy and, the, and how it's relatable. So I think, you know, the production value of, of it not being as beautiful is actually what will make TikTok the new Instagram because people are sort of overdone with subscribing to that sort of unattainable life that makes you feel quite shit. 
I, I do think, though, like, if you do tend to look at, like, I, I think when you look at the For You page, it is very low production. Um, and even when you look at the, like, biggest name influencers, I'll keep talking about Charlie D'Amelio and, and the wider Hype House, if those of you in here are aware. Um, if you aren't aware, it's essentially a literal, like, mansion in L.A. that a bunch of teenagers live in together um, and are millionaires off the back of that. Um, but, yeah, they essentially live in this millionaire, huge, marbled house and make TikToks all day. Um, the thing is, is, like, I... Do you think though their videos are low production and I and and like you said yeah like that does make it if you want to say like different from Instagram but the new Instagram because you're getting over that high production value thing you do still see that people are kind of coming from that same like era of wealth I don't know if I'm kind of <laughs> fucking up my own argument here um but yeah they're still from that like I mean even if it's in a bedroom they are still incredibly wealthy the hype house kids are the ones that have like 28 million followers they're the most popular people on TikTok. Um, and yeah, it's low production value, but I still think people crave that kind of rich lifestyle, which the hype house kind of pushes. Um, because again, it's like a mega mansion in LA. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree. <laughs> I think they do crave that and they like that. But I think there's something for me with TikTok where the, the comedy value, I think people who weren't represented on Instagram are now represented. There's this girl who I don't know if anyone follows her please do she's iconic she worked at tesco and she was like complaining about people yeah do you know what i mean yeah her we know and what her name is do i don't we? know her name but okay. just yes jade pinner uh, for everyone jade pinner and i feel like although people like looking at beautiful things like she was iconic and i'd rather look at her any day yeah, I think there's there's something interesting in the like authenticity argument, right? Because authenticity is this like really boring, like almost at this point like slur that we've all been saying as an industry, like it's this this like wank fest where we're all like, oh, authenticity, like yes, love it, give me more of it. But like, what is it? Like every app is a mediated experience. I think every every app like performs authenticity. Um, so I don't know, like, wh- what do you think? Like, you would probably argue that TikTok TikTok is is more authentic, is like a more yeah, it's authentic very, experience. Yeah, than- very much so. I just really wanted to pick up on the point that both of you kind of pointed out that you can be at home being yourself and that was a problem. Like, huh? How? Oh. It, like, no, no, no. For real, like, no it's for not real. a problem. It's no, no, no. Difference. You brought up Stephen McCallan. You said that he's being himself. He's able to express who he is because he wasn't comfortable how he was. And that's basically become a problem and working from home a lot of people don't want to who wants to go to a job that they hate these people that you're talking about are actually like making money and making new people making people happy by literally being themselves now even if they're putting on a front now i have an alter ego on my on my tiktok i play a little kid a mom and a dad i'm not even a dad i don't have a kid like and I, and this is what I'm doing. It's like a, it's alter ego things that people are allowing them to be whatever they choose to be. Is that not then really inauthentic? No, but but is that not different from Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I that's, think that would be that's the point. my the point. point is not, yeah. yeah, the point it's is not, not it's that it's bad. It's that it's I great. And that I can just <laughs> that would be a bit of a catfish, wouldn't it? The thing is, the way that you come across on the argument was the fact that it was a problem. No, no, it's different from Instagram. Yeah, that's the point. Instagram's inauthentic. TikTok is. It's a different app, so like it's allowed to be different. Yeah, no, but that's the but the argument. But the argument is, is that it? it's the new Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, we're all friends here, man. <laughs> I think yeah, the great points have been made that how they're different and why that's valuable for oh, and each, each and the, each to their own and that. But ultimately, both apps exist on your phone, and we're all 
time precious and ultimately whatever you find funnier and more you know appealing to you you're going to go on more and yeah they're different but one's funnier so you're going to go on that more so ultimately <laughs> that's gonna be the new instagram isn't it <laughs> she just likes the memes she just she just likes the memes it's just yeah i think like my perception of like being the new Instagram is that it would replace it and I don't feel like TikTok fills the same boots as Instagram like I agree with you like it's funny and people want to go on it because it's funny but people will still go on Instagram because they want to see the ideal you get what I mean like I just I I don't think as as I said like obviously I mean my job's in TikTok imagining TikTok influences that by any means it's not going to last or that it's not huge but I just don't think it's the new Instagram I just don't think it's there i feel like if we think about tumblr and pinterest and all those things and then if we think about how the uh, gen the gen z the younger ones how their brain works and my brain works or whatever and it's very like you know very low attention span and actually looking at pretty sunsets like just doesn't cut the mustard anymore like you want to be looking at tiktok or they do anyway and they're just so you want to be looking at him pretending to be a woman and a man and a baby simultaneously maybe i am that luke vernon yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i do also think and i didn't actually say this in my opening argument um but i do think also instagram does have this kind of reputation amongst non-gen z sorry gen z um people that it is this like super glossy which I know I literally just advocated for um but if you are like a 16 year old using the app a lot of what your feed is is not glossy images but like meme accounts um and so I do think that Instagram does serve this like very multifaceted thing that TikTok while good and I increasingly prefer as an app just does not um like you can go on Instagram and you can see like an incredibly beautiful picture from like a travel magazine and you can then see like a fuck Jerry post which like whatever you want to think of that like they can exist in the same um home feed and of course on TikTok yeah you can have like somebody who's posting like a sexy moving selfie effectively to um the renegade for example um and then like a meme post but I do think that like people tend to go on TikTok thinking this is a place for memes whereas most people can go on Instagram that are of a certain age a lot of the time that will go, this is a place for nice pictures and memes and also like YouTube tea and like a million other things like that. And so I do think that Instagram still has this like cultural impact that is like very multifaceted. And even if TikTok becomes like surpasses it in terms of like monthly active users and where the clout is, I do still think it's like so different in what at least it is right now that it just it can't ever be the new Instagram even if it might be better. Oh, yes, this is good. First yeah, clap yeah. of the evening. Shout out. If you don't like what they're saying, you can throw something. If you do, <laughs> you can clap. Um, okay, I want to challenge something. I want to challenge this like cultural myth that TikTok is this amazing creative space where everyone's being super original. I know you are. But on the whole, um, I actually don't think TikTok is about creativity and originality. I think it's about copying. Like, unlike Instagram, um, TikTok is all about taking things and remixing and, like, um, memeing and, and like, cre- like um, replicating again and again and again and again. So it's actually, it ends up being, um, like, taking, uh, like, people doing the same dance or people uh, recreating the same scenario or doing something to the same song. It's actually not as... 
um, as like unbounded a creative space as maybe we're all discussing it to be. Like there are there are rules. You don't understand them until you're in the world of the app, but there are rules. There are there's certain actions you don't do to certain songs. There are certain um, memes that have to go with certain uh, like captions or whatever. And so actually like it's not this creative space that that it maybe is being... Can like, I answer this? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, feel like that's feet. only if you allow it to be like that. So we as people, we we can choose how we develop on things. Like if we go back to Shakespeare, the Lion King is basically Hamlet. If people know what Hamlet is, the Lion King is the exact same thing. So, and that's probably the biggest Disney movie out there. So dad dies from uncle. Uncle marries mom or gets with mom. And then Simba, Hamlet, oh, my dad, my dad. You know what I mean? Like this, 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 this is what we've been doing for ages. We've been recreating stuff and making our own stuff new for centuries. So like if, if, if somebody's to say this glass of water is here and you have to drink it, why? What if I want to throw it over my face? And upload it to TikTok and get a few million views. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, I don't feel like there's rules like the way that with that debate there, you basically just said that we have to do X, Y, and Z. Now, I don't believe that. I don't live by that way. The way that I live is I kind of do what makes me happy. And if people don't like that, then that's fine by you because that's you and I'm going to do me, basically. So so that's me told. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Have you never posted something on TikTok that you thought was super creative, super original, it's just flopped? Have you seen my views? No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No, um, so, yeah, actually, I did. Um, and no, it's not, I wouldn't say that it's flopped, but I thought it would have got more than it did. And a video that I thought was, that took less effort and um, less writing, because uh, I write my scripts, for instance, it got way more views. It's got the most views. It's got like, I think it's like 12.9 million on my page. And that was the quickest video I think I've filmed out of that series so so that's TikTok. basically saying <laughs> don't think too hard about life guys and just do <laughs> and, and necessarily reward and i think we're confusing creativity with the sense of most social media platforms that like you didn't join facebook when you were like 14 to you know do a doodle it was like to chat to your friends and there's things you know social platforms are for connection and doing the same and all and 400 thousand people all doing the same thing means that you're all in one way connected not to be like hippie but like it's, do you know what I mean I do think though that is sorry to bring it back to the premise um, I do think that is part of what makes TikTok very in- different from what Instagram is because I think the thing it's kind of what I used to say about why I could never make friends on Instagram but I could make friends on Twitter like despite all of Twitter's like horrific problems um, is that TikTok is really conducive to discussions and like people commenting and like you know you can't retweet like you can on Twitter, but you do have this feed that you don't control based on who you follow. And that is more conducive to people like meeting each other, discussions, sharing ideas, whether that's memes, songs, or like dances, whatever. Um, and you don't get that on Instagram. You don't get that like shareability or that like sort of discussion thing. You have to kind of, like if I ever participate in a discussion on Instagram, it's because I'm on my own Instagram feed. I go to Twitter. I see someone's post is blowing up via Twitter on Instagram. And then I go to Instagram and then I comment there. And that on TikTok, that's just not how it works. It's like a video will show up in everyone's feed because algorithmically it's on the For You page. And I think that is actually something that fundamentally, it, it, that TikTok is conducive to discussion in a way that Instagram never can be. Okay, interesting. 
Okay. I was just going to say that I feel like TikTok is more of an app for the people, like not just for the people that you follow, but for new people. So like on Instagram, for instance, you have to click the discovery bit. You have to, it's so much more complex. Like you have to go down, click where it's got the little search bar and then search for other people's videos. Now on Instagram, we've, we've actually started our profiles and we follow the people that we want to follow. So we see the things that we want to see where TikTok is so much more, broad in that manner so it's saying like you've got your following so if you want to look at your followers click this button but for now if you want this is what we're going to show you we're going to show you the world so it's more it's more good for learning new learning new new things and seeing new followers like so seeing seeing somebody and going actually you know what? you're quite cool i'm going to follow you where you don't get that on instagram so you literally just see the same people. So you're in the same loop. It's like being in the same job where on uh, TikTok, it's showing you a wide range of things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making the point that no, I like I agree. it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I agree. That's why I like it too. So I think for TikTok to be, just like riff off what you've just said, for TikTok to be the new Instagram, um, particularly like for the, for the influencer space and like traction and building a profile and whatever, um, you have to have... Um, like narrative continuity you have to have to be able to build a consistent engaged audience and to be able to speak to them often but because TikTok is this like insane experience where you don't have to follow anyone to be bombarded by loads and loads and loads of different stuff that you've like not asked for and you don't want and like please don't let me see another bloody renegade video um so it's it's actually like much harder to build a, a longer and more sustained career on tiktok it's easy to have a viral success like like that's that's quick that's achievable but um actually building and sustaining uh profile is actually really difficult to replicate whereas instagram favors a long slow burn that can actually work harder to build brand partnerships to to develop relationships with followers and and develop like commercial collaborations in a way that tiktok feels very flash in the pan and like as a brand speaking from an agency as a brand perspective it's much harder to say i want to invest my money into that influencer i want to invest my money into building a relationship with this person because it's so here today, gone tomorrow. I don't know. Any thoughts? <laughs> right. So, look at my notes. Now, so, um, I just feel like with any app, it starts somewhere. So, we, we can all admit that, yes, uh, TikTokers is quite, it's quite new in a sense. Yes, Musical.ly was around, but TikTok is quite new. So, Instagram wasn't where it's at in 2010. So I feel like it's still got more to develop. So over a period of time, yes, it may not have that right now, but over a period of time, I feel like it will develop into that. And you will get these, these things. Like I feel like you can't throw too many new updates in so quick. Like what happened with Snapchat? Like when they threw that horrible, yes, I would say horrible update on Snapchat, everybody was like, like no way like no so I feel like they've got to slowly just Kylie Jenner who was like no and then everyone else was like like, no yeah so I feel like they've got to slowly do that same way when Instagram first started to go from uh, was it 12 second videos or 15 second videos and then they uploaded it to 60 second videos does everyone remember that IGTV no 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 before that before that when your first video that you could upload on Instagram it was only like 15 seconds long wasn't it and then then the minute video come out and everyone was like, oh, now nah, this is too long. And now everyone's like, oh my God, this is too short. Let's have IGTV. So things are going to develop regardless. And I feel like that will be the exact same with TikTok, but in the, the video element without the photos. I agree and disagree with you in that, obviously working very closely with talent, we've seen a lot of people who 
have grown. Everyone that I've worked with obviously has grown really quickly because it's not really been the thing for so long. Um, there's some people who have blown up and they have stayed, stayed blown up, like this guy Kyron that I manage, for example. He's on 2.7 million now. When I signed him, he was on about 300k and he's just consistently getting that millions and millions of views. I know Kyron, so I'm just going to say shout out to Kyron. <laughs> uh, I'll put in a good word. Um, but on the other hand, there's other people that I've seen who, when I signed them, I thought, yeah, they're going to be sick. They're going to be great. And months down the line has not been the case. And unfortunately, obviously, <laughs> this is kind of bait, but yeah, like we've had to say, sorry, it's just not going to work out. And brands don't want to work with them. I think it's just, I don't, what is my point? Is that just like, we're not at that point yet. There's people who have proven that we are going to have like prolonged brand partnerships. Like I don't entirely agree with you either. Like I think there are going to be brands that are <laughs> interested in working with certain people on the long term, but some people not. Because I don't think that views and likes have the same value on TikTok at the moment as they do on Instagram, which is why they're different fundamentally. But won't the... See, so the influencers that are on Instagram, you're saying, if they're big on Instagram, are they continually staying big on Instagram? Like, are they always going to be making, bringing in revenue no matter what? Because isn't that... Saying that people have looked like they were going to be big or started big and then it's kind of slowed down... That happens everywhere. That happens in the music industry. That happens in the film industry. Like, that's just life. So in order to have a big profile and have that sustainability, not everybody's going to have it. Like, that's with everything. I get you. It's just, it's harder to blow up on Instagram, especially these days, whereas TikTok has been a lot easier. You can go from being zero to 300K in, like, and if that changes, <laughs> And if that changes your life for the better, how is that a problem? It's not a problem. <laughs> TikTok it's just is different. <laughs> okay, we can all go home. Um, um, Sarah, I wanted to challenge you on something you said when you were talking about um, the like endless scroll of TikTok. Um, I actually think that TikTok takes many more steps to look after its users than Instagram does. So um, although you're saying that, like on, I think you said on Instagram, you get to the bottom of the feed... Um, it tells you to like put the phone down and stuff. Well, so did so did top TikTokers. Um, TikTok has this thing called at tip TikTok tips, um, and they have it's basically like a tips about how to use the platform better. They've recently um, done a series with a whole load of TikTok creators, like super super celebrities um, and like homegrown TikTok stars who create videos that tell you to like stop scrolling and log off and like um they say like put the phone down you've probably been on, t- on tiktok for ages and um they've also got stuff like you're in control which is like a user safety video series that is going out in the form of, t- of tiktok memes and stuff so instead of um stuff being buried deep in the facebook archive being like you should turn on screen time and log off like as if anyone is going to do that or they're just going to ignore it um they're actually taking more steps to to encourage you to have like a healthy relationship with the app i do think that Instagram does actually have, and I'm really not an Instagram defender, and I really need to say that now. Um, but I do think Instagram does have things that are not your choice that says, okay, we're at least letting you know that what you're doing is your choice. And we've told you that you've now seen literally every post that someone you follow has posted, like enjoy relooking at the posts, even if you can then say like this app is addictive and has like made me addicted to it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and TikTok doesn't make that 
a fundamental part of its platform. It does things like partnering with creators and making its own videos that will pop up in your feed, but it's not like a functionality of the app where like it stops and it's like, just so you know, because you can't. Like there's no way for you to have seen every TikTok video. Like even if I'm looking at my following tab, I'll start seeing videos from like October from people that I follow because they're like, hey, why don't you stick around for a little while even though you've seen like the 10 people you follow's videos for the last week. Um, Another thing I want to say kind of on that is that, and it was something I think you talked about, and I can't remember what your exact point was, but it was about like the way, sorry, I wrote down my response rather than your point, which was foolish. Um, Yeah, but essentially that like TikTok does stuff to like take care of its users um, and that it's like a nice, happy, fun place. Um, But the BBC actually did a really big report that I only learned about like earlier this week or last week, where essentially, and, and you can see it, you can actually see it when you look at very young TikTok users profiles is in most like 13 year olds girls profiles it'll say like i'm 13 don't be creepy and the reason why that is is because there's tons of child predators on tiktok and fun fact the bbc did a big report where they reported a shitload of them and tiktok did not remove remove any of them not a single one got removed even though the bbc reported it and there were literally like 45 year old men commenting really creepy things on like 13 year old girls posts yeah, there we go. That's really fun for your shorter toss talk tonight, so, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like one of these things where, like, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, but like on Instagram, like Instagram also fucking sucks at like dealing with abuse on its platform. And like it really is fucking bad at like not removing things or like, and you know, removes women's nipples and has like weird rules around that. But to be fair to them, I do think they're probably better at removing child predators. And I have to give that to TikTok and say that it's different from Instagram. Um, or I have to give that to Instagram. Shit, sorry. Um, and say that cut it's, that, yeah, cut sorry. That bit, cut that. I have to give it to, God, that's going to be taken out of context. Um, but yeah, I have to give that to Instagram because TikTok is not doing that um, and doesn't seem to really mind. And then we'll like remove things about people saying like Muslims are in internment camp. So what are you, you going to do? That's a Googleable thing, everyone. You should Google the, if you don't already know, the um, censorship of a, an American teenager who was posting about... Um, Pretending it was a makeup tutorial. She yeah, was sorry, like, yeah, explain. she like did three videos that was like, okay, everyone, like this is how I get my perfect eyelashes. I've started this video like this so that TikTok doesn't realize that I'm going to tell you about like the Uyghur Muslims um, in China being put in internment camps and being brainwashed. And TikTok like removed all of her videos. Then it, yeah, it's a real thing. Um, it was covered everywhere. It's really crazy. Um, and she posted three videos. They removed all of them. Uh, it became a viral news story. Like it was picked up everywhere. It was on like, um, it was actually, I watched BBC breakfast, like a normal person. It was leading on BBC breakfast. So even normal people were paying attention to it. Um, and then TikTok suddenly put the video back up, um, after it got a load of traction and kind of just didn't explain why they took it down. But yeah. Um, and it was obviously critical of the Chinese government. So like, I'm not saying, but put two and two together. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting story. You should look it up. You get conspiracies, you get a debate, you get everything tonight. So credit to Instagram for not doing that. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to challenge? Yeah, I just feel like on Instagram you can get away with so many more different things. So like there's, you're seeing like real danger on Instagram that you won't see on TikTok. Or if you do see it, it will get reported and it's taken down where there's just some things that are being sent to me, for instance, that you're just like, okay, are you meant to be able to send that to me? But on TikTok, for instance, I have to add the people back in order for them to send me stuff. Now, I'm not saying it's a person's fault why they're getting rude messages or comments on their uh, profiles, but parents could take more care with their kids' uh, profiles and make sure that people that don't follow them can't 
that don't follow them back can't comment on it. People that uh, they don't follow back can't message them. And I feel like if you yourself um, are getting trapped into that kind of cycle, like like the scrolling, for instance, let me just go back to the scrolling thing. Like if you if you want to blame the app for continuing to scroll, we need to. I feel like as people, we need to stop blaming other people. Like it's yourself. Like if you're addicted. It's you that's scrolling. No one's picking up your finger, and TikTok's not Ooh, grabbing that your is finger. Controversial. No, no. I feel like I, feel, I, I just feel like it, with with your mindset, you are able to decide how you want to do it. So if you're gonna, if it's, for instance, if you're gonna go to the gym, you're gonna go to the gym. If you're gonna eat, you're gonna eat. Like you can stop looking at the app. Yes, it may be addictive, but you've got to decide okay, whether so to stop. Think or about not. when you open TikTok, right? If you, it, you get um, a screen which has no battery thing, as Sarah's mentioned, no um, no time at the top, and it scrolls like this. The video scroll like this. It's like it's like a slot machine, basically. It's it's like a child's version of a casino. It's like there's no time. Time doesn't exist. You can keep scrolling forever and ever and ever, um, and you never run out of content. And you don't have to be prompted at all to, to be like sucked into that. I don't know. I would, I would really disagree with you that, that we hold users entirely responsible for the manipulations of like systems that are much more vast and much more yeah, sophisticated so, than Yeah, they it's can a be. manipulation. But at the same time, like, again, like you can, if, you st- if you're told this, you can stop that. But they I do think that I, lo- I think platforms love to, to kind of wheel out that line whenever they can. They say, like, I mean, Nick Clegg was even saying that about Facebook. Like, we'd love to make Facebook not such a bad place, but the government should put more restrictions on us. And it's like, why don't you fucking put some restrictions on yourself? Like, and I think that's kind of what I feel about all these places. Not to, like, go, like, into, like, a mega, like, lefty rant about it, but I do think that the onus should be on these platforms to fucking step up and like actually do something about it. And I know that the reason, I mean, obviously the reason they don't is because they make money off of how much time you spend on the app. Um, And then it goes back to that, like, oh, then as users, should we be more aware? But I do think like, if we want to have like a a properly like purist utopian debate about this, um, then I do think that the onus is, I mean, and I know that this is like incredibly divorced from what we're fucking talking about now, but like it is, it is like, it is, should be on TikTok to not be doing that shit. And like, I know that again, Instagram is owned by Facebook, like Adam Mossery saying like, oh, I really care about you on Twitter is not actually Instagram really caring about you, but they are at least like kind of doing things. And while I do think that like removing the following tab and like removing like counts does make for my stalking experience much worse. I do think for a teenager, it probably does improve your experience. And I don't think TikTok has any interest in thinking about that, despite the fact that they have such a high concentration of young people. And this like 16 to 24 thing and like oh you have to be above the age of 13 to use our app is such bullshit you just can say like i was born in 1972 and i'm 10 but i'm gonna be on here and they don't check so i think that it is like they should there should be some fucking the onus should be on them to make it not so shitty um and not again make it so that i'm signing on at 9 30 and not logging off till 11 p.m (laughs) sorry to get upset about that guys do you have any more challenges for them I guess, okay, um, Georgia, you brought something up about, obviously, Dua Lipa and her blowing up on TikTok. But she's not a normal person. She's not a normal user. So her blowing up on TikTok in a short amount of time isn't necessarily reflective of the average user blowing up. Frank Ocean's also not the average person. True. (laughs) But my point is, is that just because you have this one case study of Dua Lipa blowing up on Instagram... Sorry, not Instagram, TikTok. Um, does it mean that... I can't get my point across properly, but um, just because like Instagram is slower 
I give up. I'm going to step in. Are you basically saying that like um, it's not as democratic as it? The app is not as democratic when it comes to building a social profile as Georgia has maybe led us to believe. Yes, is that right? <laughs> not be democratic in terms of numbers and whatnot but i feel like it's democratic in terms of who you are as a person like it's not confined to size or like social class in that way and i think in that respect it's far more open to like people and like young users yeah let's talk about the diversity thing for a second um because i've got a couple of points on here so the narrative goes that instagram is a space where you succeed partly due to like al- algorithmic bias towards people who are white, thin, able-bodied, um, neurotypical. Um, and there is a kind of discourse emerging around TikTok that says that um, tick top TikTok creators, this, they've not made this easy for themselves, have they, um, are more diverse than those on Instagram. And it's certainly true if you look at the um, top 20 creators on TikTok versus top 20 creators on Instagram. Um, I did this for fun at the weekend compared the top 20 because that's what I do, do, for, do at the weekend. Um, and actually like the um, the backgrounds of and, and ethnicities and, um, and like lived experiences of top creators on TikTok tend to be more diverse than those on Instagram. And I would argue maybe that's a reason why um, TikTok can become and is, is being like heralded as a replacement for Instagram because people are sick of um, Instagram's like cultural hegemony and the impact that that has on the things that we buy and, and like beauty standards and and loads of other things that come with that. I do think like the entry point to like viral stardom is much much lower on TikTok. Like I very pathetically post on TikTok for my job, so I learn how it actually works. What's and the handle? Come on, you've got to do the plug. It's S Manavis, but everything else I'm Sarah Manavis because I created. Uh, anyways, doesn't matter. I lost my own name um, to myself. Uh, but essentially, <laughs> I love, forgot my password and I'm too embarrassed to email them. Um, so anyways... If anyone uh, works at TikTok in the crowd, please yeah, stay behind yeah. afterwards. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, but it is, it's really easy. Essentially, if you can make an Instagram story, you can probably make a decent TikTok. Like, sure, there's a couple of things like with you know, getting songs, getting the sounds right, editing, whatever. But it is pretty, like, if you're, like, a 16-year-old that's been using Instagram stories for years, like, it's pretty easy. And that is good in that it means that, like, you can become famous off this app, kind of regardless of your background, as long as you have a smartphone. And while that's technically true of Instagram, um, it's just not the case. Uh, And it's the same with, like, the way YouTubers, most of them were born rich. It's kind of a similar thing with Instagrammers a lot of the time. Like, you have to have access to cameras, like, good outfits, like, things like that. Um... But again, I would argue that's why it's not the same as Instagram is because I do think it's this entirely different thing. Like I know people like to kind of lazily compare it to Vine and RIP Vine. I loved Vine. I think it's really different because Vine was more creative. It was more limited. And I think it was harder to become like, there was just, there was nothing there for you to go off of. You had to like create a video from scratch, whereas memes actually make it easier for people to post because you're like, oh, I have something I can base this off of. I don't have to like come up with this creative video out of nowhere. Um, But again, like I just think that that is that like lower entry point does make it very different. Um, and yes, and again, like I said in my opening speech, while it is more diverse, 1000% when you look at the For You page versus like top Instagrammers or even anyone's Instagram Discover page, um, they do censor LGBTQ, LGBTQ content. They do censor fat creators. They do censor disabled creators. And they've said that. And they've kind of been like, oh, we're kind of sorry, but they weren't like, we'll stop now. Um, 
So it is a thing where we can say, like, yeah, good for them. There are some people that are rising to the top, but at the same time, they're limiting people from those backgrounds. Um, so, like, can we really give them that much of a pat on the back? What do you guys think? Do you agree? What, what do you think? Do you think it's a more it's a more diverse space? Or Definitely. And I think we're getting tied up in its sort of value being in the capacity for people to get famous. For me, I think its value is for the average person in, like, regional England to be able to go on it and see their friends on it and see... And everyone just having fun and seeing whatever you are, then that's represented and you have a place there, which I don't think you have on Instagram. And, you know, we said its main demographic is 16 to 25. Um, and in that way, you know, maybe Instagram is becoming our Facebook and then... TikTok's the new Instagram. It's sort of this cycle, this cycle within you know age groups now. Yeah, I think that's a good kind of um, point to like conclude this section on is that like maybe there is just this this cyclical phasing of um, of platforms and like we're all now the OK boomers of Instagram and like oh. Um, so thank you so much to the speakers on both sides of the debate. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a vote again. Um, so if you are for the motion and you think that TikTok is the new Instagram, like TikTok is going to replace Instagram, TikTok is better than Instagram, it's going to replace it, can you please raise your hand now um, and just like keep it up, sorry, because Bieber's going to do the counting, I think. In the meantime, we can play a game. I have a game for us. Okay. Question number one. What is the woe? Way perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, question. I was going to say bonus point if you can do it, but that was so fluid. Um, I don't know how you describe it. <laughs> yeah. What is the word? Yeah. Um, is that good? Okay. So if you uh, are against the motion and you believe that TikTok is not the new Instagram, put your hands up. And in the meantime, I'm going to ask you: What is an e-boy or an e-girl? Ooh, how do you describe it? It's like a modern day emo, like an internet emo. But I mean, emos did have the internet, didn't they? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Justice for emo. Like emo, yeah, digital like meme emo. Who's oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to describe. You just got to know. It's a memo. Oh wow, that was really creative. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's good. Can you give us an example of an e girl or an e boy? Uh, for the audience there's a guy called Noah Newbanks who's huge yeah he's the he's, face of Celine yeah yeah, yeah. e-boy central good. that's him um, okay they're just going to do some calculating so we'll continue um, okay who don't look who is the most followed user on TikTok Charlie is yeah. it still Charlie I thought it was Lauren Gray who was you going to say it's Lauren Gray yeah. Oh. yeah it's Lauren Gray okay bonus point how many followers does she have <laughs> I'm going to guess yes you can guess you can guess of course you can guess. Ooh, How else yeah. do you know? It's got to be in the... Is it 30 in the 30.2. Because Charlie D'Amelio is on 28 points. Higher. It's so higher than 30. 41? Lower. Oh, 35. Yeah. Higher. 38. 39.5 <laughs> million followers. Wow. The Ooh, biggest influencer you've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> uh, who is the most followed user on Instagram? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. How many followers does he have? Uh, 180? No, uh, way more. Oh, is it? Way more. Is it like 150 something? More. No, so 210? 205. That 205. Was um, okay, that's all my questions. I'm sorry, that was really quick. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> 
It was hard, wasn't it? Was, it? It, was, it was hard. It was underneath 200. I should do though, more. I just want to be Stephen Fry on um, <laughs> QI. Um, okay, oh, we got the results in. Sorry, I don't have notifications turned on. Okay, um, so before the debate, most of you believed that TikTok isn't the new Instagram. Unsurprising, loads of you raised your hand. After the debate, 33% of you were for the motion, 67% of you were against the motion. So the motion fails, and this house does not believe that TikTok is the new Instagram. Okay, round of applause. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for the speak- to the speakers. Thank you so much to the audience. And thank you so much to Shoreditch House for putting up with our shit. Shout out Digital Fairy. Yes, massive round of applause for Digital Fairy.